0: episode 355 it is Friday here in Cincinnati it is hot sticky just starting to rain very overcast today I think we have rain on tap for the whole weekend which is great for the garden and not so great for family pool time so we will see what unfolds over the weekend ahead okay here we are (laughs) Uh, Let's see, we're almost at the middle of August. What's today? The 14th? Halfway through August. We are moving into school mode, many of us here in the United States. I know colleges are preparing to reopen in whatever ways they're doing that this year, which is completely uncharted territory. And schools are, some are back in session, some of the teachers are just starting back. I am in a family where everyone is in school except me. (laughs) So this time of year is always, um, what would the word be? Busy. Busy. Lots of activity as everyone is getting their ducks in a row. So maybe you are feeling some of that turmoil or intensity or higher level of activity. Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe you're Doing just fine and there's no stress at all in your life. But I would guess that we all have a match and and how do we move through this time when things don't seem to be getting any less intense. <laughs> Is that a lot of double negatives? When things seem to be heating up <laughs> and they just keep heating up, it's like the lobster that gets boiled in a pot and it just doesn't realise the water's getting hotter and hotter and hotter oh, isn't that sad? I don't want to think about the lobster, but it's that same idea. We don't realize, I think, just how much um, information, decision-making is constantly coming towards us and how we're having to navigate so quickly and dynamically and it gets a little overwhelming and exhausting at times. And so I I am guessing you have a match to that, which is why you are tuning into this episode. So what do we do? What do we do when life gets that way? I have been having fun with different titles popping up this morning as I've been feeling into how do I talk about this past week and what's happening next week? What title could possibly summarize all of this that's going on? And there were a few. One, I'm just going to share them because it's always fun, I think, to hear, you know, kind of like when you hear about a star who could have had a certain role, you're like, oh, that would never have worked. (laughs) It's kind of like that for me. Oh, that title would never have worked. So the first one was practical magic. This morning I was thinking about um, magic is about focusing, you know, learning to really focus your, harnessing your power and focusing on one specific thing. And then you're doing this beautiful magical work. Like I could totally talk about that and how we harness our magic and what tools we can use to apply, and maybe I will, but after that, the next title that popped up was the one that really delighted me. I I asked my guides, my beautiful Raphael, I was like, what do we talk about today? What's the message? He's like, just keep swimming. (laughs) And I haven't heard that phrase in ages, so of course, I pause my meditation, go onto my phone, I'm looking up just keep swimming and watching the little video clip where cute little Dory in Finding Nemo is telling Nemo that when life gets hard, you just keep swimming, just keep swimming. (laughs) And then Dory starts swimming through the water. It's like, I love to swim, come swim with me. (laughs) So I had a whole beautiful experience watching that and learning more about the writers who created Dory and went down that little rabbit hole (laughs) for a few minutes. (laughs) And then I came back to my meditation (laughs) <laughs> and I asked my other guide, <laughs> what do I talk about? What's the message today? And the word I heard was elevate. So elevate is what I have landed on or what I'm focusing on as the feeling, the vibration for today's episode. And I, I don't know if you can feel what shifted in me as I said that word and if you had a match to that, but the energy of it is lift your gaze lift your gaze look up higher and elevate your awareness elevate your perspective elevate your consciousness because when we when we choose to look up when we choose to elevate our our awareness our time our focus our attention something new can be seen and created and so it's like the higher vibration of practical magic or the higher vibration of just keep swimming. Just keep swimming is keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. Elevate takes it to a different level and yeah, that's usually what that guide does for me. (laughs) My life is continuously remind me to elevate and that message or theme feels so appropriate right now. So I'll begin by sharing this amazing moment of uh, where I was guided to elevate this week I posted about it on social media so if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook you probably have already seen the picture I had our gym call our video call on Tuesday night and it was so much fun and we were just in this amazing conversation about possibilities and creations and you know signs everywhere validating that we're on the right path and it was so high vibration so much fun And I finished the call and I had about 10 minutes and then I needed to get in the car and pick my son up from work. And so I'm moving around and bouncing and so excited and I get in the car and I'm driving to the top of the hill to turn right at the traffic light on the road near us. And normally that light is super busy and so you kind of sit for a minute and you're watching the traffic to the left, watching the traffic to the right. And then, you know, when it's safe, you go. And I was sitting there, there's not a lot of traffic, not a lot of cars behind me, around me, anywhere, and I just happened to look to the left to check the traffic. I look up, I don't even know why, I look up, there is this angel in the sky. Absolute, clear, no denying it, cloud angel. Like, so so truly real (laughs) like there's just no way that it's not an angel and I looked at it I did a double take and then I'm looking behind me to see is there a car behind me I need to get my camera I got to take a picture this is unbelievable and then I'm telling the angel don't leave let me take a picture of you I want to make sure other people can see it this is so cool all of this is right moving through my head and I grab my phone I turn to the left and I take this picture out my window and it it is there the angel's still there and you can see it it was Amazing. So then I'm just sitting for a moment like, Do I drive? Do I just sit here and watch the angel for a few minutes? Is there a car behind me? What do I do? (laughs) And a car came up. I'm like, Ah, all right. (laughs) And so I was driving to pick my son up, just so excited. And then going through all my lists of which angel is it? Which guide is it? Who's trying to talk to me? Which one's showing me something? (laughs) So excited, so happy that this beautiful physical form manifested in front of my eyes of what i know to be true which is we always have angels around us we always have guidance and support you know to show us that we're on the right track and and that we're we're moving in the right direction for our lives not that i ever think there's a wrong direction every direction is teaching us and so right or wrong are just silly man-made words (laughs) in my opinion but point is get to my son, you know, pick him up, talk, go home. And I'm scrolling through emails and messages and YouTube before going to bed. And there's a notification that Santero has a new video out for Aquarius, which I'm Aquarius' sun and moon. I'm like, oh, sweet. I wonder what the message is for this week. What's even, I think she's spreading them out more. So it's not even like every week anymore. And that's okay. It's all right. The messages are awesome. Whenever she has time to do them, no pressure to do them more. Just saying, they're really good. And so the title of it says, A Loved One in Spirit is With You. And immediately I think of my angel in the sky. I'm like, no way. But I was too tired to watch that night. So the next morning, Wednesday morning, I am getting ready for my day. And I am watching the video as I'm doing that. And she starts talking about how there are some potential challenges arriving and unexpected twists and turns in the road which you know let's just let's just name this astrologers have been telling us all year September October it's gonna get intense you think it's been intense now it's about to get worse (laughs) so we know that it's coming it's not like this is news it's going to be a little bumpy and her message was when those bumps arrive when the twists and the turns happen remember this reading and look at these cards and she kept holding the cards up and she said your angels your guides your loved ones like they maybe she shouldn't say angels I think she said your loved one I don't think she said angels maybe I'm interpreting that but that's what I heard from it also Your loved one in spirit is going to be right by you, right with you, and smoothing the energy for you and helping you to move through this transition and don't be afraid. And then she had like four cards that she held up in a row, and they were complete mirrors of each other, two blues and I think two like orange-red ones. And she said, what your loved one is trying to show you is when... When the tower happens, whatever the tower moment is for you, the unexpected chaos or disruption that will pop up in your journey, when that happens, see this card and remember their message that they are holding you, they are guiding you through it, they're making it easier for you. And she overlaid the one card on top of the tower. And she said they're the same energy. When when the tower moment happens, it is the loved one right here with you, holding you through it. It reminds me of uh, the old prayer. I, I don't know exactly what you would call it. I think it's just a prayer. But I remember having this all in lots of my family's homes because of the faith that they follow. And it was a, a prayer about the footstep, I think is what it's called. And it says, you know, when you look at the beach, it's I think a person speaking to Jesus or Jesus speaking to a person. And they were saying, you know, when I see footprints on the beach, I see how you're walking next to me. And then your footprints disappeared when things got difficult and you left me. You weren't there for me when, when times were tough. And then it has Jesus responding to the person. And Jesus says, that was when I picked you up and I carried you. That is why there's only one set of footprints. I never left your side. And that was what I was reminded of when I'm watching Santerra's video. I'm like, isn't that amazing that our guides already know. I mean, of course they already know, but they already know that things are going to get a little bumpy. So they're sending us these messages now in August, (laughs) in August to tell us, yo, you know what? (laughs) There's going to be a bump when the bump happens. I'm going to pick you up and carry you. So just don't worry about it. Just keep swimming, right? Just keep swimming. Oh, I said right again. I listened to last week's podcast. I'm like, I've got to stop saying (laughs) right. It's one of the things I will correct myself of. (laughs) So I'm going to try to catch it more today. Right and you know. Those are my my ums. You know how some people say um all the time? I say right and you know. I'm going to clear those habits. Anyway, what I was saying, (laughs) I was channeling my guides who were saying, yo, (laughs) I don't know where that came from, maybe that's my new, you know, yo, (laughs) yo, when things get tough, I'm picking you up, we're picking you up, we're going to carry you through this next, like rapids of the river. (laughs) When the rapids arrive, we'll put you in the boat and we'll paddle for you. You just lean back, okay? <laughs> That's the the energy, the message I feel from them. it's it's all already in flow. Everything that we as a humanity are co-creating is already underway. It's already moving into the next co-creation. We've all put our energy and our attention into these. Things, whatever it is that we've all been focusing on and and that attention is creating where the flow is going and how, how much momentum is in that flow. It's as if each of us are holding cups of water and we're all pouring our water into the river and so all of that water is getting busier and there's more and more water and the river is getting more full and the momentum is Carrying us down river, you know, at faster speeds. I mean, you can feel it. There's so much movement happening because there's so much energy that we're all investing in this human experience. And so it's going to get, <laughs> you know, we're, oh, I said it again. We're really moving down river, downstream. I don't even think it's a stream. We're moving down river, and there's some rapids that are going to be up ahead because there's rocks that have been there for ages <laughs> that we forgot we put there a long time ago just for this moment when we would have all this water in the river so that it would make it a little more fun for us. <laughs> and as all of this water is moving down river, we're going to remember we put the rocks there. And as we approach them, this is what I feel our guide saying. As we approach the rapids, as we approach those rocks, Our guides are just going to move us around them, move us around them and navigate through all the twists and turns. Or, you know, we could, (laughs) shoot, or (laughs) we could just get stuck and we could, we could brace ourselves for it and backpedal and try to resist the flow and then get, you know, jammed. Oh, I said it again. See how many times I say it? We could get jammed into one little crevice, one little area of rocks and, and need someone to come give us a hand to pull us out and create a pile-up of all of us moving into those <laughs> rapids. <laughs> have you ever been at a water park where someone sort of gets stuck? I think they've streamlined them enough. It probably doesn't even happen anymore. But I do remember sometimes you would have sort of a pile-up of the tubes and everyone would be in their tube and you're all bumping into each other like bumper cars and then suddenly someone starts moving and whoosh, you all start flowing again <laughs> i don't know why i'm seeing this river rapids image so clearly but it's really fun for me i hope you get to see it too <laughs> as we're all barreling downstream there may be some rapids and our guides are clearly sending this message through to me through me, to you, <laughs> to all of us, it's all going to be okay. Just keep swimming. Just keep moving. Everything is going to be okay because we planned it this way. And and often, if you think about those rides at the water park, you go through all the twists and the turns and the bumps and the rapids and the splashes. And then what happens when you get to the end? You wash out into this lagoon, this beautiful big expanse of water and you're giggling and laughing and making fun of each other because you screamed or because you you thought you wouldn't make it to the end or we just it's so funny right when you come into that lagoon and you have the giggles because it was so adventurous and exciting in the rapids and you made it through and now you're here and you're safe and you're just floating in this big thing of water Until the people at the end (laughs) tell you to get off the tube and put the tube over there so it can go up to the top and someone else can have a ride down. (laughs) I always want to float there longer and they just get you moving. (laughs) You got to get out of the ride as quickly as possible. I feel like what's on the other side of these rapids is so beautiful, so beautiful and so peaceful. And so we're going to have a a bumpy ride for a little while. But look what we've already been through. <laughs> look at the bumps we've already had this year. If someone had told us at the end of last year what this year's bumps were going to look like, can you imagine what we would have said to each other? The best of psychics could not have predicted, I don't believe. Maybe someone did, but I don't believe anyone <laughs> could have predicted what has happened to humanity this year. Because it was evolving as it was happening and, and nobody was in charge and nobody was able to see the big picture because we were all informing that big picture together. We, we all created the momentum and the flow and the river and the street and It's not even a stream, the river, the rapids. <laughs> We've all co-created it. Nobody could have seen it last year. But knowing what we have been through this year, with the capacity we've all stretched to, with the understanding of how resourced we each are individually, how strong we are individually, how connected we are within community as a collective humanity. Knowing all of that, maybe now we can start to get a sense of what 2021 could be. Maybe, but not quite, which is why we have to go through the rapids. (laughs) It's why we have to keep going down the river and trust that our guides are going to continue carrying us through. And that when we get to the end of 2020 and we... (sighs) Can you feel? (laughs) We flow into 2021. Oh my God. Wow. What that potential is for all of us. It's I think the best word is blinding. (laughs) It's blindingly beautiful. (laughs) We can't see it yet because it's that filled with light and that filled with grace and that peaceful and harmonious it's it's almost impossible for us to comprehend that because of what we are feeling right now because of the intensity and yet if we go back to that prayer with jesus the the conversation is that what it's called the conversation i have to try find it the dialogue between jesus and the human the soul It's from the end of the walk. It's not from the beginning of the walk in the unknown. It's from the end of the walk where Jesus says, and I did carry you. It's already over. You've already completed this journey and you're still alive. (laughs) We're still having this conversation. (laughs) You can still see that you were walking on a beach. (laughs) You survived that walk, even with those places where it looked so difficult and it looked like you were by yourself. And you weren't. I was carrying you. You survived that. And you're able to have this new perspective, this new awareness. If we take it just a little bit further, in order for that dialogue to have happened, the consciousness, the awareness of that soul asking Jesus that question and being able to receive that answer, that person is awake. That person is able to receive that amount of love from Jesus. They're able to acknowledge, hear Jesus saying, I carried you. So whatever your faith is, if you believe in angels like I do, or guides like I do, and this story from Jesus, this conversation is an example, a parable, a truth, what if at the end of 2020, We are so aware, so awake, so able to receive that kind of love that we can hear our guides, our higher selves, consciousness saying to us, oh yeah, remember when Viv did that podcast and she told you it was going to get bumpy and then it did? (laughs) And remember when she said we were going to guide the raft? Oh, and we did (laughs) and you were okay? And here you are, remembering that you listened to that, or maybe for the first time hearing this episode at the end of 2020, I don't know, who knows, times all relative, (laughs) but feel, feel what would have had to happen to our consciousness, to our ability to receive that much love, that at the end of this year, we could hear this message and know it was true, absolutely know it was true. True. And be able to feel the the depth, the height, the range of love from our guides. That they controlled the raft through the rapids. <laughs> Isn't that amazing to consider? And it's okay if we can't receive it yet. We're just going to keep swimming. <laughs> and eventually some time is going to go by. And it's going to be the end of 2020. And then... Who knows what I'll be talking about at the end of 2020? <laughs> uh, spaceships? I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Maybe. You never know. I have no idea what I'm going to be talking about in four months. Uh, I had this image. What was it? Shoot. I just thought of something and then it like it flashed away that quickly. Oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. It relates to the rapids. So it's also hysterical that I'm talking about rapids and whitewater rafting. Basically, I believe that's what I'm talking about (laughs) because I am not a fan. (laughs) It's like when I did, when I did the, oh, what was that? I think it was the end of last year, or maybe it was a year ago, one of the transition meditations. At the end of the year, I do a meditation to help us release the old year energetically. And then as we step into the new year, I do a guided meditation, a group one, where we tune into what's possible for the new year. And so I think it was the end of last year or it was a year ago. I used the image of a snake and how the snake has to hook its tail underneath a rock. I had to research because I don't like snakes and I had to learn <laughs> in order to talk about it. <laughs> and that was the image that I kept getting. So I knew I was going to have to talk about snakes and I didn't really know how. <laughs> so I did a little research and I found out snakes lock or or uh, sort of prop their tails they wiggle their tails under a rock and then the rock holds the old skin and they can slowly wiggle their way out of that old skin into their future (laughs) and the old skin stays under the rock and they move on with their next evolution and so i was describing how we as humans can do that at the end of a year we can leave the old year behind shed that old skin and evolve into a new vibration. So I talked about snakes. I'm not a big snake person at all. <laughs> I just saw one yesterday and it made me jump. I was mowing the lawn and it wiggled away from the lawnmower. It was a tiny, tiny little snake. But I screamed so loud. <laughs> if there was ever a camera following me, it would be so funny. I screamed over a tiny little thing that was running as far as it could away from me. (laughs) Snakes, I don't like. Second, heights. Definitely do not like heights. Third, probably would be whitewater rafting. (laughs) So how long ago was that? Before my children were born, probably 22, 23 years ago, I went back to Costa Rica to visit the family that I had stayed with in college when I was studying there. I went back with two of my best friends, and they talked me (laughs) into whitewater rafting. Because you can't go to Costa Rica and not whitewater raft, they said. They also talked me into a canopy tour, which is the other thing that I just told you I really don't like, which is heights, and you climb to the top of this tall tree. And then, oh, it makes my mouth get nervous just thinking about it. And then you stand on this platform, and they have you all hooked to harnesses, and they push you off and you fly through the air along this very thin looking cable that's suspended from I don't even know what. that <laughs> looks like it could collapse at any moment and drop you to the ground. But somehow you end up at the next tree and then you go to another tree, another tree. I know I'm hopping all around here, but I think all of these stories are about elevating. <laughs> so they must be relevant. <laughs> this is not what I thought. My guide meant when he said, elevate, (laughs) climb to the top of the tree and talk about your fear. I remember, (laughs) I remember standing with this young punk guide who was at the top of the tree. This is what he does all day, apparently in Costa Rica, is he helps make sure harnesses are hooked properly and he pushes people off platforms into the air and listens to them (laughs) scream. I remember standing next to him. I was how old was I 23 24 <laughs> I remember standing next to him and he's talking in Spanish quickly and I just lived there so I a few a year or two before that so I was fairly fluent at the time <laughs> and I'm understanding everything he's saying but all I could hear in my head is the word death <laughs> and I just tried to say to him I don't want to die I don't want to die today he's like oh no no die you're not going to die everything's fine I I looked at him I was like I need to meet my children (laughs) I can't die (laughs) oh my god that's so funny to remember that (laughs) and he just kept talking to me and then all of a sudden as he's talking to me he pushed me off the platform and I'm screaming as I'm flying through to the next tree Oh, God. That was such a funny moment. I just need to meet my children. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah, there were, I think, three pushes that they had to do to get me from one station to the next, to the next, to the next. And then you rappel 90 feet down to the ground. Thank you very much on this rope. And you're the one controlling the speed. (laughs) And I remember being torn because he's describing what to do. I'm like, okay. I could go really fast all the way to the bottom and I'd be on the ground in like a second. Or I could keep my stomach in my body and I could go a little more slowly. (laughs) And so I was trying to go fast and then take a breath and go fast and get down to the ground. Oh, that was intense. That was an intense experience as you can probably feel. I'm releasing a little more of that tension even today, all these years later. Anyway, I really digress. The point of the story was about the rapids. But hopefully you got a little laughter out of my fear <laughs> because laughter is a really good way to move fear in case you haven't figured it out. <laughs> so the next adventure after was it after? I think we did the canopy tour first and then we did then we did. Maybe I have it backwards. Time time moves things around in my memory but one of the days we did the canopy tour another time we did the in the same week of vacation we did the rapids and it was a level four um, I don't know much about the numbers but I learned later five is really intense six is like like the black diamond is that what they call it on the ski slopes six is really intense five is really intense and four is pretty pretty fast-moving water. Three is adventurous. And then two is like what you would experience if you were going canoeing, I think, or a little bit beyond that, if I have the numbers right. So yeah, we went at a four. It just happened to be raining at that time. And it had been raining for a little while before that. So what they called a four, they later told us was maybe a little more intense than that. I feel like maybe I did a five, perhaps a six, perhaps five and a half. It was It was a lot of water, and I just remember, (laughs) I remember two specific moments where we went around like what I'm feeling is coming for us as a humanity. We went around a bend, and then, whoa, (laughs) there were rocks everywhere, big, tall rocks, not little ones that just poke out of the bottom, which are also dangerous because they can rip your raft apart and cut you. No, Tall ones, like if you run into them, you would probably have a concussion. Kind of rocks, and I remember kind of being aware because you're moving fast, and there's I think there were six or eight of us in this big, big, big raft, and you've got one or two guides, and they're paddling, paddling as fast as they can. And I remember coming around the bend and just looking and going, "Oh God, I'm going to die again! I'm going to die here, not just in the canopy tour. I'm going to die in a river." I don't know if I'll ever meet my children. (laughs) And I remember just looking at the guy behind me, the guide. He's so excited. He's yelling in Spanish and telling us to paddle as fast as we can and move our bodies to this side. He's thriving in this environment. (laughs) And I'm just trying to stay on the boat in one piece, keeping my life jacket around me. Oh, God, that was insane. It was insane that we did that. I have really done some crazy, stupid, insane things in my life. (laughs) Looking back, I will never jump out of an airplane. Just putting that out there right now. I don't care who you are, what you say, what you offer me. That is not (laughs) on my list of bucket items for this lifetime. (laughs) But I feel like I've checked off some pretty big boxes, and whitewater rafting in Costa Rica was for sure one of them. <sighs> that was fun to relive that. Okay, so what how does that relate to what's happening right now? <laughs> I feel like I have evolved to the place of being the guide at the back of the raft right now who's <laughs> <I'm> so excited. <laughs> i'm so excited about where we're going and i am so in the adventure of it and the thrill of it and the awe of what is happening when i picture the young man who was our guide i mean just this gorgeous strong costa rican male figure of like nature and body empowerment he was just so in his element and he was so connected to the elements he knew his river he had been up and down that river his whole life he knew his river he knew where the rocks were he was watching the rain he knew how much pressure had been building upstream and what it would do he knew the the level of how many people on the raft and how they would all need to move and flow to adjust to the rocks he knew the flow of the water around those rocks he knew what he was doing he had practiced and practiced and practiced i feel like i've done a podcast where i talked about this but it was about going up the mountain you know you want to follow a guide who's gone up the mountain a few times you don't you don't want to take the new person who's never traveled that mountain before as your guide and pay them to walk you through because clearly they're learning right along with you <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the guy who was the leader of our experience in Costa Rica all those years ago. What's funny is he's probably in his 50s now. (laughs) Isn't that funny to think about? In my mind, he's permanently still that same young (laughs) 20-something-year-old. He's probably a grandpa now. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) Time. Isn't it hysterical? Yeah, point is, I am really (laughs) enjoying my memories today. Thank you for hanging out with me as I go back through some of these moments. I feel so in tune with what is shifting on our planet. I feel so connected to our Earth and so connected to Source and so in my own flow and and aware of the, the movement of the energy and it's exciting it's such an exciting time we depending on our position in the boat we can feel the same experience in different ways and and I know that my fear of heights and my fear of the rapids and my fear of snakes all of the fears I have in my life are to remind me that we all have things we're afraid of we all we all have strengths and weaknesses and and I don't know how I'm saying this I'm not saying this in the best way I believe we can get arrogant we can step into our ego if we don't have anything we're afraid of we can feel like we're invincible and expect everyone else to feel like they're invincible and then we become mean perhaps to derogatory or um, what is the word? Insolent. There's all these negative words that are coming to mind. But we aren't always able to have compassion for other people when we don't have something inside of us that keeps us in tune with um, humanity, the, the vulnerability of humanity. We can think that we are above all that and we lose touch with the human experience when we step into that type of energy field or that type of arrogance that's really the best word arrogance and i i feel like much of my life i have been very aware of um those who have fear those who don't feel included those who Uh, feel like they're being left behind or isolated or not included in the collective humanity and so when when we are at this time right now with this shift in direction this turn in the bend the rapids that are approaching it feels even more important for me for you for all of us to up level our compassion to hold even more kindness and space for those who are afraid because it, it can feel terrifying and and I name that because I felt that and I have felt that many times in my life absolutely terrified of what is coming next and no matter what someone says from the mind or tries to tell me is the truth or tries to impose upon me their belief system if that fear is inside of me and it's real, that's what's guiding my choice. That's what's guiding my mind and my belief system. And I, I think we all need to be aware that that's where so many humans are right now. Terrified. Terrified. Exactly like I was. Please don't let me die today. Because <laughs> that's how I felt. And I paid him. That's what I kept saying to him. I forgot this part. <laughs> I was like, I paid you, I paid you, and you're going to kill me. <laughs> and I willingly climbed these steps to get to the top of this stupid platform, and now you're going to kill me. <laughs> what was I thinking? That's truly, truly how I feel many humans are experiencing life right now. I chose to come here and have this human experience and I'm going to die, or I can't do this anymore, or it's too intense, it's too hard. Those are real uh, experiences and feelings and choices that people are sitting with. And so I can laugh about it in the terms of, you know, canopy tours or whitewater rafting or snakes, but the fear of life or death is very real, for many many people right now and it's guiding their choices it's guiding what they do with their days and, and who they talk to and who they don't talk to and if they leave their house if they don't leave their house so can we have more compassion for those around us and be present with them without needing to change them or change their mind or fix them or tell them it has to be any other way can we just love them through it and perhaps as we advance in our capacity to move through our fear so for me as an example I have learned over many many years how to feel steadier in the choices I make how to trust what I'm seeing ahead of me, how to connect with nature and the earth and the energies around me so that the messages are clearer and easier for me to understand. And so, in a sense, I have moved from being in the seat of the uh, raft from 20-something years ago to being the guide of a raft. And in that role as the guide, I can tell you, I can encourage you, I can prepare you, I can tell you to move to the left or the right, not because I want you to do it my way, because I can see what's coming, because I know the river, because I know what's around the bend, because I've been getting the messages. Because I trust that where we're going to be at the end of this is sitting in a lagoon on a raft or on the beach and having a picnic dinner together and laughing about how afraid we were back in August or September. We're going to just laugh at ourselves. And we're going to say, can you believe we made it through 2020? And now look, look at what 2021 is. Like, wow. (laughs) That's what I know is ahead for us. And so I can sit here very firmly in this podcast space and say to you, yeah, there's some bumpy waters ahead and we're going to be okay. And when it feels intense, you just know that your guides are picking you up and carrying you. And, and you lean back and you allow that support and you keep your heart open and you look for the signs because the signs will be everywhere. They'll be up in the sky Elevate your sight, elevate your gaze. They'll be up in the sky. You'll see cool things in the clouds. You'll see amazing sunsets. You'll see birds circling overhead that mean something specific just to you. You're going to see all these signs up above. And then you're going to have all of these human people validate the messages. So I'll be validating what you're seeing. Santero in her readings will be validating what you see. Alicia Mathewson in her songs is going to be validating what you need to be speaking and hearing and trusting through your throat chakra. There are going to be so many signs and so many humans validating those signs. And so can you trust that it's all flowing exactly as we all designed it and prepared for it? Knowing there's an end to the ride and it's 2021 (laughs) the ride is called 2020 (laughs) oh my gosh i need to design a water ride and sell it to parks and call it the 2020 ride (laughs) someone who knows how to design water rice call me (laughs) let's let's find a way to do this together (laughs) the 2020 water ride Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That would be cool as shit. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if I would go on it. (laughs) Oh, my daughter. (laughs) My daughter and my son just laugh at me. I hate roller coasters. I hate scary rides. I do not. They're as bad as being on those white water rafting rides. No, thank you. (laughs) So I don't know if I would get on a 2020 ride. Uh. (laughs) I'll let one of you do it and tell me what you think (laughs) I'll design it (laughs) then I'll let you all write it (laughs) maybe that's the next level (laughs) so I've moved from being in the seat of the whitewater raft in my 20s (laughs) to being the guide As I get towards 50, so maybe in my 50s, I don't even have to be on the ride anymore. (laughs) I just get to lay on the beach at the end of the lagoon and watch everyone coming in and go, yes, good job. Were you really scared? Was that scary for you? (laughs) Did you scream a lot? Because I heard you from the bottom of the ride. (laughs) Uh, I don't even want to be the lifeguard. I just want to be laying on a beach chair. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I had this awesome <laughs> this awesome visualization with a dear friend of mine. <laughs> and I said, Remember remember before we came to Earth? <laughs> I said, I was in a lawn chair <laughs> energetically and I had a margarita in my hand. <laughs> and I was looking down at Earth and I was saying, Oh no, <laughs> we're not going down there. It's a hot mess. <laughs> Oh, God, we laughed so hard. We laughed so hard on the phone. I'm like, remember, I didn't want to give up my margarita. You told me I had to go. <laughs> oh, so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this ride, it's something. It's something. And there was this is a sidebar, but there was a great video that came out. Oh probably in March, right around when coronavirus and quarantines were all starting, maybe it was April, and someone had created a a video, it was of two young girls, but they weren't actually talking, but you could hear their voices, they were talking telepathically, and the one, and they're sitting at a beach, exactly like what I want, actually, exactly like what I'm picturing. Beautiful blue green waters, white sand, and they're standing there looking off into the horizon, talking telepathically. That's where I'm going. Maybe that's what 2021 can be. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So they're talking telepathically, and the one is saying, Tell me again about what happened when you went to Earth in that time of the great change. And the other girl's like, Oh, oh, it was a lot. It was a really hard assignment. But I made it through. And she said, tell me again what the humans were doing. (laughs) It was so funny. I'll have to see if I can find that video and share it. Uh, But it was beautiful because they made it through that time. And the video was from, just like the prayer with Jesus, the video was from the end of the journey, the other side of the journey. And these two young beings in human girl bodies we're reminiscing about how incredible that experience was. That's that's what's ahead for us. We will be sitting around, hopefully on a beach with a margarita, <laughs> talking about what 2020 was and how much awareness expanded for us. How strong we discovered we actually were how powerful we realized we were in our ability to create our ability to manifest how absolutely interconnected we all were and are that's what we'll be talking about can you feel that that's what's on the other side of the rapids so don't be afraid of the rapids. Don't be afraid of any bumps or tower moments that show up. It's just more capacity, more learning for us of how strong we are, of how how focused we can stay, of how supported we are, how many guides and angels are carrying us, guiding the raft, putting bumper pads <laughs> on the sides, <laughs> maybe giving us uh, earmuffs or what do you call those little things in your ears, earplugs so that you don't hear everyone else screaming around you. <laughs> Cause it's all it's all this illusion. It's all it's all for the adventure of it. Everything we experience here is for the adventure of it. And sometimes we love the adventure and sometimes we think we got pushed into it and we gotta suffer and struggle our way through it. So I'm just telling you I paid the money I gave those people the cash to put me on the platform and I I stood there long enough that he knew he was able to push me off and and let me scream (laughs) and I got to the other end and I got down and then I paid more money (laughs) to get into a raft (laughs) that was not a level three. So I made choices as much as I like to tell the story from the perspective of I was forced to by my friends. (laughs) I know that's bullshit. (laughs) I chose, they chose, we all chose. And look at what a great story I have now to share with you. And look at the joy that that story brings me because I know how strong I was. I know how courageous I was. I still climbed those stairs to get to the top. Even if he had to push me off, I climbed the stairs. Even with my legs totally shaking the whole way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? This journey. We've made some excellent choices. And there are more choices ahead. So trust yourself. You already know. You already know. You have more information now. There's rapids approaching, and you are completely supported. And your guides are already right with you, already ready to carry you. So surrender into the ride. Keep your heart open. Be super compassionate to those people around you who are really, really afraid because it's real for them. It's so real. And the best medicine you can offer them is compassionate love and acceptance. Don't tell them not to be afraid. Listen to why they're afraid. And if they'll let you, hug them. Hold their hand. If not, just love them. Just lean back and love them. That's, that's what they want. And then share your messages of what you see, what you know, what you feel is coming. And, right, we'll take, oh, I said right. I did so well, didn't I? <laughs> I did so well today. <laughs> I'm getting better and better all the time. (laughs) Okay, that's more than enough for today. If I find one, I might post a picture of me in the rapids (laughs) just for the pure laughter of it. Have a great weekend, my friends. I will see you back here next week. We have a new moon, by the way. We have a new moon next week in Leo. I will be doing a video card pull so you can find that on, where can you find that? On my YouTube channel, on Instagram, um, on Facebook. I think I posted on Facebook. I'll have to double check. Yeah. New Moon and Leo. It's going to be fun. It's going to be so fun. Leo's all about courage, right? Oh yeah. Well, I'm not even going to take that one back. That's a right. Leo is about courage, which is completely what the message of Elevate today is all about. So now I'm going to stop. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.